0: back everyone to another slab stocks live stream here on monday at 6 p.m eastern time here on youtube we've got a fun discussion today because last week we looked at budget cards and we will be relooking at budget cards for about 10 minutes today on the live but for the uh, main part of the show today we will be talking about cards that have sold for $500,000 and higher so kind of the two polar opposites last week we were looking at pretty much cards around 10 dollars uh, upwards of 50 to 100 but uh today it's all 500k plus s after a certain point Uh, In the live stream, Uh, but to start off today, uh, other than welcoming you all, I want to talk about some NBA playoff action that occurred this past week. And we hope you all had a great Easter. If you weren't able to join us last night for the PWCC weekly live stream, uh, live bidding for FlipQuest episode 2022. But we had two uh, big performances and many big performances. Actually, you know, this is not counting Anthony Edwards, um, who had a terrific performance. But this is focusing on Tyrese Maxey and Jordan Poole, Uh, Jordan Poole from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Played at Rufus King and his 2019 National Trevers, Treasures Horizontal Patch Autograph uh, of 75 PSA 8, sold for 3300 And then Tyrese Maxey's 2020 Prison Mojo, uh, 25 PSA 9, sold for $1,777. Uh, first of all, Jordan Poole not making the most improved player list. The three-player list is absolutely ridiculous. I think it was uh, DeJounte Murray, which makes sense. Uh, John Morant, which doesn't make sense. And then I can't How did that not make sense? It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. A guy that has was drafted number two, played at the top of the game, I even think last year, towards the top of the game for point guards. while well, he's gotten very good. He played very well this year. I don't I don't understand, Nate.
1: I mean, I do think he's improved, but also I would have put like you know, Desmond Bain on there.
0: Desmond Bain and he driving even admitted that Desmond Bain should be on there instead of him. So he agrees with me. Uh Jordan Poole went from G-League to basically Playing like a mini Steph Curry, and I just I just don't get it. But that's okay. I don't have to get it. Uh, but because we, these two sales are pretty big here, Maxi's was a sixty-two percent increase from the BGS nine that sold in February, and then uh, Jordan Pools was one hundred fifty-three percent increase from the raw that sold in February. Uh of course, raw to PSA eight, it's a little hard to tell if it's a one-for-one comparison. It's probably not just like a BGS 8, nine to a PSA nine isn't, but it's close enough that we can assume that's somewhere in that range. Uh Nate, if it were you and you had the choice between these two cards for those two price levels, assuming you did have thirty three hundred dollars to spend, not like, oh, I only have seventeen, I can't go up to thirty-three. Assuming you did have thirty-three to spend, uh, and if you didn't spend the thirty-three, or like if you bought the max, you'd have to go buy a different card for sixteen hundred. Uh, what which would you rather have for let's say the next season? Huh that's tough.
1: We're they're both third fiddle on their team, right? So I mean it's kind of apples to apples here. I'd probably go with the uh, rookie patch auto of pool. I like Maxie a lot, but that's a nice patch.
0: It is. The Pajoran pool is nasty. It's got the Golden State logo, um, the Golden State Bridge logo. But the only thing about Maxi is that he will have more opportunity to touch the ball on that line versus also having Draymond Green. I know you said third option, third option for like scoring, but also J- Draymond does touch a lot. He does get a lot of assists. But that also could benefit Jerome Poole also. Yeah. Um getting open more. And I do love Poole. I think I take that. But then Maxie's not actually too bad. 1777. I thought that'd sell higher after his huge game. Uh, because he is the real deal. He for sure is the real da- deal. And what's up, Global Sports Car Investor? Good to see you. Next up to round off our uh, episode from last night, the PWCC Weekly Auction number thirteen. We've got ten different cards to look at here. Uh, First up is Anthony Edwards, twenty twenty, flawless rookie auto number twenty five. This is the signature series, so this is not patch auto, just on card auto. It's not the draft gems insert. I think that this is really just kind of like the base non patch non diamond auto. Uh so for 1920 the last sale of that was $1100 like 2 3 weeks ago in March. Wow. Uh so that's significantly increased uh with Anthony Edwards's huge like you know playing game and then game one of the series against Grizzlies. And then Shay Gilgis alexanders 2018 prism gold uh, fast break auto number 10 BGS 9.5. So very similarly as it went for 1830 and the last time that sold was 2019 for 450. Uh, in that same card slash grade, so that hit quite the increase since twenty nineteen. But that makes sense. I mean, a lot of cards have since then. <laughs> yeah, Nate.
1: Uh, Tom says my doppelganger was working at the Margarita Station. I'm assuming that he was tall, jacked, and uh, had a full head of hair.
0: Right. That that that's exactly what you are, right, Nate? <laughs> Correct. Correct. As far as I'm concerned. Um. But on the right here we have Fernando Tatis Jr. Heritage rookie auto of 70 PSA8 to grab 3,000. That's a 400 increase just about. But does have the PSA10 auto, the one that or the one that last sold the PSA8 that sold for 2630 around there. Did not have a 10 auto. And then Mike Trout Bowman Sterling auto from 2009 BGS 9.5 sold for 3,240. It's like a hundred dollar drop from uh, around I think it was the be- or middle of March a month ago. Run on a hundred dollar drop. Uh, we'll see what happens with Trout this year. Hopefully, the Angels can make some noise, but they seem to be cursed getting into that playoffs. I'll tell you that much. Next, Pierre Gasly this is the 2020 Sapphire Gold Variation. So, for 720, um, one of these hasn't sold in forever, but on the right side here, the more important one for this week's show is the Alex Alban or Alban, uh, Sapphire Variation Gold. So, for uh, 408, numbered out of 50 as a BGS 8.5. The last time that sold raw was like 14 days ago or 12 days ago for 220. Uh, since then, he did have a Australian Grand Prix where he went from 20th to 10th place, and that has really sparked his market. Uh, pretty obvious there. Uh, if it's me, I'm taking the Gasly, but remember, Gasly's the worst driver on the grid, so never buy him, right, Nate? That's right. <laughs> and then this was probably the most surprising, well, actually second most surprising. The next one would be the most surprising. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, auto, number 15 from Immaculate. I guess a lot of people probably would say this is surprising too, though. Uh, BGS9 from 2017 Immaculate, the first full soccer set issued immaculate set sold for two thousand three hundred seventy, but the Christian polizic rookie auto from twenty sixteen number of sixty BGS nine point five, so better grade, so for two thousand eight hundred eighty. This voting was like ninety percent to ten percent. We post this exact one uh, as the pre uh, preview for the weekly auction number thirteen, and is like ninety percent thought the Ronaldo would sell for more ten percent polizic and Ronaldo really didn't, really didn't get close. I mean, it's five hundred dollars away, like that's significant, which is crazy. Uh- did you really quick not to bring the mood of the room down, but did you hear about Ronaldo today? I did, yeah, that stinks, man. That's not good, not good. Yeah. His uh, he's having twins, him and his wife, and then one didn't make it, which is super sad. RIP. Next up, we've got Kyler Murray. This is crazy, this is absolutely nuts, actually. Kyler Murray 2019 National Treasures Horizontal, it's kind of like the insert patch auto number of 99, BGS 9, sold for $1,200. The Daniel Jones just strictly Jersey Auto number of 99 PSA 10 sold for $1,200. Nate, does this just seem ridiculous to you looking at these two selling for $1,200 next to each other? Well, obviously, one's a significantly better quarterback than the
1: other, but um, the one card is an insert. The other is a a... a... That true rookie patch auto even no if no, no 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 that's also an insert
0: trash, right that's an that's an insert also that's a jersey it's a rookie material signatures which is just jerseys on those so it's also ooh. an insert ooh I stand that, corrected. Like, I'm not even sure
1: of, I know what Kyler Murray's national treasures looks like
0: this totally different than any like it didn't look like the basketball ones from 2019 it's horizontal and it's like the full body of him like standing in a field really weird it's a really weird true huh. RPA
1: I I stand corrected that's atrocious.
0: Yes. So but I do what? think that means that people are probably really down on Kyler. Guess what? The last. So these two, both of them sold around December range. The, the BGS nine sold for 1250 as Kyler. So 50 yard drop since then. Not bad. The Daniel Jones, the last time that card sold, it was raw. $81 in December, or January, 81 bucks, $1,200. I have no idea what happened there. Maybe someone just really want to lock in a Daniel Jones investment. I that's, yeah, that's something else there. One of the biggest discrepancies I think we've seen in a long time there on a raw to PSA test. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would not want to be the one buying that. How to throw <laughs> away your money real quick. Exactly. Totally. Uh, so for the people in this chat so far that have came, last week if you joined, we did something with uh, budget buying where we talked about our little mock budget game. Uh, spend $200, no slabs. You uh, can only buy one card between $50 and $100, and the complete set has to be within the last seven days, and you have to buy eight cards in total. So we did the mock one last week where Nate and I both picked out eight cards. At the end of last week's episode, Nate said, hey, let's buy actually buy eight cards ourselves. Come back next week and show what we bought. So we are going to update with what we bought, but we also sent out a Google form through newsletter for people to submit their own mock one. And we said, whoever submits it is going to be entered for a chance to win a card from the 16 cards that Nate and I buy. And we got one response. So I will tell you, Kevin Cormier, not Cormier, Cormier, who did not win last night, but I picked him to win uh, in the giveaway, right? did I pick him to win in the giveaway? You didn't pronounce his R, but you did. No, I know. I know. That's what I remember. He submitted a response, and we're going to walk through his response first, and he automatically wins one of the cards that we bought. Um, and we will, if Kevin's in the chat today, which I don't think is we'll determine, I guess, which card he gets done. So this was Kevin's picks. His first card was a Lewis Hamilton track tags insert. Those are super popular from F1. It's a base one. They're like really cool though. $68. His next was a Charles Leclerc track tags for $35. Bukayo Saka refractor from Merlin getting some Arsenal love in there for $10. Uh, Yuki Sonoda, the Sapphire future stars from 2020, uh, 25 $25. $1 in the drawer and uh, wore a red, white, and blue rookie. Uh, I kind of game the system there. As I said, that shipping costs were not adding in, and they bought a $1 card uh, with $5 on shipping. To, But he, hey, you abide by the rules? I will say also, this is not a mock uh, thing. He actually did buy all these within the last week. He said, hey, perfect. I already did it anyways. So he bought all these within the last week. He got a Noah Lang Sapphire rookie uh, for $5, uh, club Bruges, and then he also took the teammate there, top corner fractor uh, Charles Akedelair rookie refractor for $1 with the $5 in shipping again. And then the last card, which was the second most expensive, Jerry Judy, he put the tie-dye select rookie number out of 25 in here. It's like the round rookie selections one. Uh, but he actually said he bought the mosaic fluorescent orange rookie for $42 at a show. He just couldn't get a picture. So he just put in the closest thing to it, numbered out 25, uh, into his submission. So, Kevin, good job. Nate, what do we rank this on a 1 to 10 scale here? And what about everyone in the chat? If you want to rank his uh, $200 budget thing on a 1 to 10 scale, let us know. Um, like the Judy. Like the soccer. Don't know anything about the soccer
1: guys. <laughs> don't know anything about the
0: 1F1 guy up there, Tsunoda. Yeah, Yuki Tsunoda. He's actually uh, Pierre Gasly's teammate in Alpha right now. So Apple. I got to say I can't really rank this because I just don't know. Well, you got to rank it. You got to give a number. Uh okay, we'll give it a seven. Okay. I'm gonna give it an eight because I do really like the track tags and I like the soccer guys. I think I'm gonna pick good guys. Um, and of course, how can I not like your Bucks pick with Jordan? Mora? But um and also I do actually like the mosaic fluorescent numbered out twenty five from I think that's like his, you know, real rookie versus like the insert that's displayed here, the select. So I think that was a good selection at the show. Here was mine. So this was my picks. I actually did purchase all these. I purchased a lot more than these. So I kind of got a pick from. Yeah, I like guy. that Alan Lazard. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my first pick up top is uh, Esteban Ocon. That is a 2020 Topps Chrome F1 uh, 70th anniversary gold parallel short print. It's his car. Um, so the cars don't sell nearly as well. I got it for $14 but it helped fit into the budget uh, collection here. And also at the same time, I mean, they drive the cars. So, and that's like the most important part is driving the cars. So I shouldn't the cars get some love eventually. Uh, I have been a big hater on Deshaun Watson cards and buying Deshaun Watson cards for about the last two months here, ever since they started to get hot. But this was just a super good deal. That was ending on auction. It's a 2018 select field level copper number 75. I think 75. They weren't out 49 that year. The reds were out 49. Uh, but that was like $18, and the last sale of it was like $50 bucks after he uh, got traded to the Browns. So I was a fan of that. 2014 Topps Chrome Pulsar Aaron Rodgers, that was $10. And those uh, PSA 10, that sold for a ridiculous amount. So maybe I can actually see it and get a pretty good value on that. I had to get some Mason Mount in there. I couldn't find a – I was trying to buy one between $10 and $15. I ended up getting this thing for 10 Purple Fine, about two fifty. Uh, if I had a little bit more time to watch auctions, I probably could have gotten a better one. But 10 bucks, I mean – Nice little Mason Money. He's been super good right now. My most expensive card was actually this 2020, uh, 2021 Formula One uh, Carlos Sainz. It's the portrait purple checker numbered out of 199. It's like $80, but it's his first cards in his Ferrari uh, gear. And I have to imagine that those are going to do pretty decent in the future. So that was my card between 50 and 100. Alan Lazard, uh, that's his first Prism card, I think, in general. And it's a silver auto. That was $16. Isn't that a deal? 16 bucks for Alan Lazard's like one of his only autos. I'll take that. I'll yeah, for sure. sure. And then uh, how about this deal? 2020 tops, Chrome Green Wave Eloy Jimenez rookie cup out of 99 $7. The last sale hey. was about 26 bucks on that. I got $7 on the Jimenez. I think that that was a little bit of a lucky Easter buy right there. I bought it when I was watching the start of the Chelsea match. It's like 1030 on Easter Sunday. I think not of people were looking. And then uh, Malik Monk, 2017 Prism, luck of the lottery, mojo number out of 25. This was listed, and all it said was Prism, Malik Monk, rookie out of 25. So I think that that really helped me um, get a good deal on that. That was $22 there in BGS 9.5. So for 100 this season, he's probably the brightest spot in the Lakers in general this year. And I think he's going to get a three to four year contract from a team that probably will be fringe playoffs next year, like the Wolves or Cavs or someone like that. And hopefully put the ball in the basket. Oh, hey, Bazooka Tom, I'm actually wearing a shirt right now that says all Gasly, no breaks. I just got it. And I love <clears throat> Gasly. I was completely joking because Nate Nate makes a joke to me all the time. Let <laughs> me bring him up that these things don't buy him. Well, because well Aaron, Aaron brought,
1: bought the uh, Dynasty 101, and then Gasly proceeded to get ninth place. So <laughs> that's why I say it.
0: I love how you act like ninth place is bad. <laughs> Trash.
1: What is there, like 10 drivers? 11, maybe?
0: Just 20. I'm just
1: kidding. I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> all right so those were my uh eight right there my eight picks let me know hey one to ten skill two hundred dollars this was in total just around there. It's like 190 i think or 195 uh let me know one to ten do you like it do you not the there was a lack of rookies here i would say definitely a lack of rookies like the malik monk is the only rookie card on this list uh the alan lazard isn't like a rookie per se but it's really like his first card so that kind of fits in um he, he, well he had jaguar cards did he not it's a good point. I actually have no idea if he had Jaguar. I've never seen any. So in reality, it might just be his like Packers first auto. Packer auto. Still cool. Yeah. Still like it. <laughs> no, I just you're right. He did actually 2018. I had no idea. Oof. All right, so he so he did. So not as good as I was hoping for. But hey, Jamie gave me 8.7 out of 10. And also that is definitely how Nate abides here with the F1. If you ain't first, you're last. He doesn't care about anyone that doesn't get first. That's right. I'm a Charles Leclerc <laughs>
1: guy the entire way. Until he doesn't get first, then I'm on to the next guy because I'm a front
0: runner. <laughs> oh gosh, ridiculous! Uh, but here we go. Nate's got seven here, so Nate's got well, technically he's got an eighth if you want to include your base cards by then. <laughs> no, I'm I mean. not going to do that.
1: Uh, so to uh, just a little bit of a, a little bit of a thing, I never actually got around to this, and I never got around to it. And then I bought literally all of these on the drive up from St. Louis today. Um, bought those two Sadiq bays that we'll talk about like 10 minutes before this even started. And so we'll go through these. So my first purchase was Bobby Witt Jr. There was a number of cards I was going for today. And Bobby Witt was the first one I secured at $66 or $67. Um, And I felt good about that because they were going for like 90 to a hundred as of like two weeks ago. So guy starts, if a guy's playing poorly and you believe in his talent buy the dip, that is what I did. Um, The Everson Pereira was a leaf auto. Number to five, Red. Am I a fan of Leaf Auto's? No. Did I like the card with the city uh, map in the background? Yes. Had to have it. Bought it. Do I think it's going to go up from there? Probably not, but I love the card. So I bought it.
0: Um, Leaf Leaf Auto made this list. How?
1: Because the map in the background is sweet. Tell me that's not a sweet-looking
0: card. It is a sweet-looking card. I wonder if they copyrighted an image, though, for that, like they did with the Greek Freak. Yeah. So... So for me it's just like I
1: got it for $25. I mean I know. In he's, auto, got a,
0: he's got a sweet looking auto too by the way.
1: Yeah. So I was like whatever. Um the Justin Fields what blue reactive rookie was about $2 over comps um but again I was running out of time and needed something <laughs> um which I was okay with a couple bucks over comps not a big deal if I can if it grades decently well, you know, SGC 95. 10, be one of the first ones out there who knows um what could happen the uh austin riley was 14 dollars 34 something like that and austin riley is obviously one of the better third baseman in baseball a top foil of him for under 20 bucks i'll take that i think if he gets hot you could probably get like 25 dollars midseason for it without even having to grade it and then you'll see a number of sadiq bays i bought the red ice and the orange ice because i forgot i bought the silver Um, But I bought the silver for $9.50, and then I got the red ice, the orange ice, a prism base, and a mosaic base all in the same lot for $15.99, and no shipping. So saved on those shipping fees. Uh, That all added up to—I only have seven cards here, missing a card, but that all added up to $172, so I had $28 to play with
0: if I hadn't run out of time uh nate got a 45 five dollar counter off from that joey Bard, so there's no way that's fitting into your budget
1: ah
0: enough for like the card, though enough for... Are
1: rough on the top black edges but the last one sold for 61 in december hmm. and he's been hot
0: since then uh i imagine that the 27 dollars left is enough for two party packs from taco bell or something uh gabriel says hey boys what's up how we doing and uh rank nate's uh Seven card budget buy with twenty seven dollars left over. Technically disqualified. So now you're picking between really me and uh, Kevin here. But uh, oh, also one second. I was going to
1: talk about Sadiq Bay really quick on the re- and the reason why I was actually looking for him.
0: Yes. Can I, can, yeah, can I
1: spare a moment? Can yeah. I spare a moment on Sadiq Bay? Um, pretty good shooter, six seven wing. That's pretty good shooting and increased his points per game this year. Um, increased his PAR. Still kind of a below average player, but. Just enough, especially with that 50 point game, to be like, hey, I think there's something here as him and Cade grow, he could be, you know, a Chris Middleton to somebody else's Giannis. Not not Cade being Giannis, obviously. But uh but I'm just I'm just thinking, man, these these three cards right here, grabbing these three cards plus
0: the bases for twenty five bucks. Feels. Oh, I think it's, yeah, hey, I think it's a great idea, and I not I wouldn't even put it past us to like look this off season and actually add like a, you know, a few hundred dollars Sadiq Bay card because I do yeah. think that he is actually uh, like awesome. I mean, sure, a little streaky maybe at times, but um, he's young and he'll get it figured out. And the Pistons yeah, team, three, and the Pistons team might be pretty decent years to come. I mean, not right now, obviously, but Kade's a stud. Kade is a stud. So I see we've got a 7 out of 10 from Jamie there, and then uh, Sky. Div eight eight two two four says eleven out of ten with their hobby will purchase. Not really sure what that meant. Oh, with the Bobby Witt purchase, I see. Loves Bobby Witt, I guess. Well, there you go. Nate scored eleven because of Bobby Witt. And Steve says just add a second prayer with that spare cash. Yeah, good luck with finding a second out of five within the day. Good. <laughs> uh, and then Asian Punk bought a red auto of Sadiq Bay. Nice. Ooh, nice purchase. So that's what we got here. That's what we have for our uh $200 budget challenge is my card there's date seven and then kevin's eight uh if you really do want to comment right now feel free to comment which one you would pick out of the three but i will say thank you kevin for submitting a response i uh, appreciate that and also probably helped you i bought all the cards and uh i will actually get in contact and i'll let you pick one of the cards we bought that's like 20 dollars or less from the ones we purchased so uh and i'm pretty excited about actually doing some grading on these like the carlos signs purple checker is 100% going to get graded and um Maybe the only one out of my list, unless Alan Lazard looks really good, but I'm
1: not super confident of that. And that was that was a thought process behind mine. At least for the Bobby Witt, is look kind of good. Mm-hmm. You know, if we can if we can get it graded and get
0: it turned around, right, Like cover I, the rest of the cards. I agree. And my my Carlos signs that centering is amazing on there. Like just from eyeballing it right now, obviously I'll get it in hand and might look differently, but it does really look awesome. Uh, Jamie, uh, this was actually the segment was uh, submitted. Well, I sent out the forms by email um, to our daily slab newsletter. So if you have not already, please go to slabsex.com and on the homepage, put in your email. It takes two seconds. You'll receive a free hobby newsletter every single day, 7 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, three unique pieces of content a day, plus tons of top auction targets to look at um, via PWCC and eBay. Um, so please hit that link to join. And then also, if we were to send out another form in the future, you could see it there. Uh, but we did just kind of conclude that segment there. But feel free to submit if you want to, and I can actually read yours off next week. Why not? Uh, so right now, well, you don't even have the form, I guess. Let me put the form in the chat if anyone really wants to submit. Maybe we'll actually get a couple more responses and can share more. So I'll put the form into the chat right now, too. You can do um, a, we can do a story share or something, have people vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. There is your uh, – there's the link right there for that, if you so choose. Moving on, though, to the main segment of the show. So now we are going to be looking at – Every single $500,000 plus selling card ever that was made in the year 2000 or after. But we are excluding Brady and LeBron because there would be way too many Brady and LeBron cards on this list. So that just get boring. So I took out every single time Brady card because I'm just sick of seeing the championship ticket by this point. Um, I took out every single LeBron card because there's just tons of exquisite RPAs in that list. But we're going to look at every sale. And then we will talk about not every single sale in depth, but we will look at the overall landscape of how many cards sold of each player. How many players in general make up this $500,000 plus list and who might be the newcomers onto this list in the near future. And they also have one more thing to point out as we go. So August, I actually, I'm not, I'm not going to say the dates because this is going to go in, in no order whatsoever other than cheapest to most expensive. So there's no point in saying the dates every single time. The first one we've got is MJ. Uh, this is one of the only MJs on the list. This is a $511,000 uh, exquisite collection, emblems of endorsements there. Sold, I will actually say, a date, August 10th, 2021. Uh, next up is Giannis Gold Prism Rookie, numbered out of 10 BGS 9.5. Sold on April 7th, 2021. The One of the most recent sales, actually, on this list was a 2014 Prism Messi Gold a- of 10 PSA 10. Pop 2, it sold wow. for $522,000. That was actually the first Messi card ever to sell for over 500K. Uh, so he just made the list. We've got a Kobe and LeBron dual jersey auto here from Heritage Auctions back in April 14, 2021, for 516000 Mike Trout. 2009 Bowman Chrome Gold Refractor Auto PSA 10 for $528,000 on February 19, 2022. Fun fact, at the 2017 National, I think it was, in front of me, there was a $25,000 cash deal going down. I could not believe it when I saw 25K get pulled out, put on the table, in exchange for a Mike Trout Bowman Chrome Gold Auto numbered out of 50, I think it's a BGS 9.5, though. Uh, But right there you can see that was a great buy. Yeah, quite the purchase by whoever made that. Uh 2017 Prism Gold, Patrick Mahomes I have 10. PSA 10, 528,000 on August 21st, 2021. Uh, one of the multiple Giannis cards on this list, a PSA 10 NTRPA of 99, only a pop three at the time, December 14th, 2020, so for 540k. Uh, I have to expect that it would sell for over a million today. Uh Joe Burrow, this is the one of the crazier sales, Immaculate, not NT not flawless immaculate uh, NFL shield auto one of ones so over 534,000 on February 6, 2022, pretty much perfect timing for that. And then next up, if you see here, tied at 550 K, we have a Justin Herbert, but this is the NT one of one RPA, not the uh, immaculate. The NT is selling for basically the same as the Joe Burrow, but August 2nd, 2021 uh, that estimated value. now is pushing a million dollars by mm-hmm. card ladder. All these sales are via the card ladder pro um, database if you do want to use the database as all time sales history, you can go start a free trial. It is the link in the description of the video? Uh, 2019 National Treasures, John Morant 12 out of 99 PSA 8. So we have John Morant making an appearance here. Uh, crazy for a PSA 8. The jersey number really pulled hard there 550k. Uh, BGS 9.5 isn't even worth close to 550k. I think it might have sold like 200 and something. Uh, so that's crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., our newest sale on this list is this red refractor auto from this past weekend bgs 10 that sold for 552 thousand dollars this thing was at like 300k like 260k or something like that with like two hours left and then the extended bidding window happened and it ran up to 552 and then that is right in from the stephen curry gold refractor out 50 bgs 9.5 for 550k on december 12 20th 2021 moving on we got one question can you tell me can you zoom in on that red at all yeah
1: can you tell me what the uh, ending number is perchance? No, any any
0: potential? Okay. No, it's too fuzzy. The it is the most expensive lad of all time, and there's a BGS nine point five that sold for like some way smaller amount in the past. I don't know though. You you can find it pretty easily though, if you look up the sale and the sales history and car lighter. Yeah. I'm um next up, two more Mahomes. That's a pretty big sign here, Mahomes. Is on this list a lot. uh 2017 Prism Gold Vinyl PSA 10 out of 5, 570K. And then the NTRPA logo patch auto numbered have 10, BGS 9, so for 576K. Both of those coming at the beginning of this year, January and February. Luca, so Luca shows up quite a bit as well. This is his NT patch auto numbered have 99, PSA 10 with the 10 auto, so for 570 grand on March 8th, 2021. So a year ago. Nearly all of his cards are down in that time. So Card ladder's estimate on this card is at $467,000, which is quite the significant drop. And you'll notice that a lot of the cards on this list that are Luca um, would be estimated to sell for way less right now. Uh, you see another Steph Curry show up here, Golat 50, BGS 9.5 for $575,000. Uh, the biggest, actually, the only Zion, kill, only Zion sale over $500K in this database is the 9.5 that sold for a ridiculous $594,000 on February 5th, the NTRPA. Then you've got more Mahomes, which is now supposed to be worth over a million dollars. It was bought a year ago for five hundred eighty-four. Imagine a year ago buying Luca for five seventy, and now the estimate being four sixty-six, or buying as in the exact same auction, or buying Patrick Mahomes with the estimate being one point two million. Is that crazy? Could have went one of two ways: uh, more Luca, more Steph Curry. I just waste all yours. Uh, ear space if i keep on reading off the same players uh more mahomes selling around 600k um another lucas selling around 600k that's estimate is down another Luca that sold for 780k uh, prism gold psa 10 actually sold for 780 thousand on february 1st 2021 four months later it's or three months later it sold again actually two months later it sold again with like a hundred thousand dollar drop in price which is crazy uh, and then the, one of the two Kevin Durant that shows up on this list is this exquisite patch auto number of 35 BGS nine, which sold for 750 grand last summer, and now it's estimates $345,000. So that's one of the biggest drops on this list along okay. with it's not here yet, but another Kevin Durant that sold, um, not last summer, but before last summer, that one also dropped uh, estimate to drop a lot. So what's the, what's the, what's the difference there? different um one has a three color patch oh. one has like a barely two color patch okay because the just the, they,
1: the difference in card letter value was significantly different
0: so the reason why the difference is the card letter value is significant this one is in the verified sale tab which makes means it has a chart on card letter and one actually did recently i think sell for around that this one i don't know why oh i see wait no i don't know why i'm not sure why that one's not in the verified sale tab um but either, the reason why the it's different because of the different time frames too. So I don't really know exactly on that one. Um, moving on, another trout pushing a million dollars. Well, actually, one of the only trout's pushing a million other than the one of the most expensive. That's a red auto. So for 922K in 2020, uh, more Mahomes. This is one of the only Kobe's on this list from post-2000. He has some before 2000. Uh, but this is the 2002 logo man Mania. That's sold for nine hundred twenty-two k. Another Steph Curry out of five, which estimated to be doubled since last year. Estimate two million dollars now. It's sold for nine hundred sixty k. And then the worst purchase on this entire list, in my opinion, potentially next to the Kevin Durant's, uh, Anthony Davis one of one logo man patch auto BGS nine. That sold for over a million dollars. Uh, well regarded now as the worst million dollars sports card purchase of all time, uh, considering the other cards you could have bought at the same time. And this is now card ladder estimate $433,000. And then you've got some more Luca here. Uh, Giannis hitting $1.14 million before it was like, I guess cool to hit $1 million. Uh, this is the black mosaic uh, from Prism. One of one sold for one, yeah, one, 1 million. And then uh, we have our two most expensive sales that show up in the card ladder database. The Mike Trout Superfractor Auto BGS9, $3,840,000 Giannis, Logo Man, Patch Auto, one of one BGS9, $1,812,000, September 20, 2022. And the Mike Trout was August Twenty Third, 2022. Now, there are two sales that were not in the database that I do know happened, and we did post about both of them. Uh, Patrick went home $4.3 million, one of one Logo Shield, BGS8.5. And the Luca one of one Logo Man, $4.6 million. Um, that sold to 72, 72 from Shine. And this one went to LJ's card shop. Uh, PWCC private sale. So those are the two most expensive modern sales outside of like your LeBron 2003 exquisites. But Man, What I is want- what is LJ's card shop doing that? Wait, are they an actual card shop? Do you remember they're at the national? It's, I think it's just, uh, yes, I do think there is some sort of card shop aspect to it, but super high in collector okay. in general first. okay. Um, I want to point something out. Do you notice how I don't have the estimated value on every single sale here? Correct. Why do you think that there's an estimated value on the sales that they're on? Um, more commonly sold cards. No, and you, you might be you might be guessing for a while, so I'll just give it away. Yeah, the ones that have the card letter estimated value are cards that sold in 2021. Um, no cards from 2020 included in the estimated value. No cards from 2019 or 2022. I did only the ones from 2021 until this one. On August twenty third, twenty twenty. why? Thing. Why do you think I included this one as the only card with a S- card letter estimated value in twenty twenty? Because
1: the card letter values double, and no, because that happened.
0: That happened with a lot of the ones from twenty twenty before.
1: Uh, you wanted to give Vegas Dave some uh, some anti shine by saying, "Look, you sold too early." Ha! They got it.
0: Did you actually? I'm serious. You actually got it. That, that is actually, that is the reason why every single card on this list that has a card letter value is from 2021 and why the Mike Trout is the only one from 2020 with an estimated value because in February of 2021, Vegas Dave declared that the card hobby is dead and will no longer be a thing or whatever for years to come. So I want to go through and pick out all the sales from 2021 that happened at or after Vegas Dave declared the card hobby to be dead and then look at uh, what their estimate values are. So I will say there's a caveat here because I looked through, and of the 22 that I picked out, 12 of them actually decreased in price. So more than half decreased in price card ladder value estimate-wise, but six of the 12 were Luka cards, which just would have been an overpriced purchase probably at the time compared to other stuff you could have bought, bought, obviously. And one of them was... Anthony Davis logo, man, which was just a ridiculous another overspend on a card. Um, so in reality, yeah, over half of the ones I picked up from 2021 do have a lower estimate value, but also Steph Curry, which happened at the very end of 2021. It's like a marginal percent um, in general it is because of Luca and it is because of the Anthony Davis card. So I also put the mic here because yeah, mate. The whole declaring cards dead thing and burning the MJ rookies and stuff like that. Whatever happened with that video that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Absolutely. Uh, He sold his most expensive or at least what I presume to be his most expensive card given that it was the most expensive card sale of all time at the time. I would, actually, yeah, I think it did pass the Honus uh, until it resold. But $3.84 million and then you make a video saying the cards are dead just to see the cards are very much not dead and your card would be worth over $6 million today. <laughs> You love to see it. You love Um, to see it. But yeah, I'm actually
1: glad you got. Now here's the cherry. Here's the cherry on top. Sorry, Raiders fans, but uh, cherry on top would be Derek Carr actually not being that good and not being able to win
0: a Super Bowl with Devontae Adams, and then those cards going down even more. That'd be funny. Uh, Gabriel, ready for some F1 this weekend? Very much ready for some F1 this weekend. Uh, Okay, so that is all the sales that have happened, um, excluding LeBron, excluding Tom Brady. $500,000 or more produced in 2000 or later. I know there's like a lot of qualifiers there. But it totals up to 17 different players, including LeBron, including Brady. I didn't tally them up. But this is the count of players that... um, that made this list. So Patrick Mahomes had 11 sales, Lucas 7, Steph 6, Giannis 4, Trout 3, Kevin Durant 2, Kobe and MJ 2 each. But let's be honest, this is because this is post 2000. They have plenty of cards that would make this list um, from prior. Uh, Messi 1, Burrow 1, Ja 1, Herbert 1, Vlad 1, Zion 1, and Anthony Davis 1. I'd venture to guess. Um, that if the Anthony Davis solitaire probably wouldn't cross 500k. Zion does have a card that still sell for over 500 thousand dollars today, though, which is the Logo Man one of one. It definitely would sell for over 500k. So, keeping that in mind, also I want to address this from Gabriel really quick. I'm not sure if you did watch last week's episode, the uh, budget episode, but the reason why we are doing this episode today with so many expensive cards is because last week we did a full hour episode talking about only budget cards and why we like budget cards and which budget cards we picked. Um, so yes, we are very mindful that uh, cards. Um, that are cheaper ones we should be talking about because people can afford them. But it's always fun to look at this market and how it moves. For all the people like us that can't afford them. Hey oh, what's Aaron. up, Pack? What's up, Michael Brown? Qu- quick question. You can either take the
1: 11 Mahomes, yeah, or you can choose any of the other guys' total numbers that add up to 11. What are you taking?
0: Oh, I'm for sure adding stuff up. I'm for sure taking, like, Giannis. And I'm gonna take the trouts. The, see, the problem is if I take the Austin the trouts, it's like gonna blow away the Mahomes money wise. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll probably add like a combination of like the Messi and like probably like the Herbert because that was the NTRPA, so that pulls me up to nine. And then I like throw in. Uh, it gets tougher from here. Uh, I'd probably throw in Vlad actually. That five hundred, even the one that just sold, because he's it's got so much career left. And then I mm-hmm. feel like if I had to pick one more. To go with, oh, man, that gets really tough. Do I dare? <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say the Anthony Davis, just because if he is, I'll think it's got the most potential from, like, the bottom right now versus a 550K job jersey number PSA 8. And then the Burrow, I didn't like that Immaculate Song for 550K anyways. And I don't like the Zion 95 either, so I guess Your I'll probably, take the Anthony wait, Davis. Wait, did you take the Messi? I did, I thought. Okay. Herbert, wait, Herbert Vlad Messi, 3 and then seven, yeah. So that's ten. And then I'll, I'll take the, I guess I'll take the one of one Burrow actually because it's a one of one. So,
1: what about you? I'm taking the Steph, Giannis, and and Vlad. Steph. For me, Steph and Giannis just seem like two guys that kind of changed the NBA. Yeah. And uh, Vlad because he's 23, and I'm not willing to bank on any AFC quarterback. Otherwise, it would be it would be Herbert or Burrow.
0: That's a great point. The only reason why I took the trout is because of the actual dollar amount that sits inside of that number three. When you add a red and a Bowman Chrome Superfractor together, that's so much money. But if I would like take Steph as an overall market, I think, too. Those are two of the most impactful NBA players of all time. And I think it's an easy pass at the Luka and Mahomes level. Uh, Take guys that have already won and take guys that have already made the biggest impact on the game. Uh, Oh tech, we did. If you rewind the beginning of the episode, uh, you can actually listen to the, the, the portfolios we p- picked and bought and stuff. It's a, it was a good little chunk that we did there. And Michael Brown said, what did the 2018 silver prison Brady sell for last night? 8,100, which is another drop from the previous sale of 9,000. So it keeps on dropping. Now someone here was smart enough, John to say Lewis Hamilton is going to be the next to hit $550,000. So that was my next question. Who's next? I mean, we had seven one-time entrants here. Between Zion, Ja, Messi, Burrow, Herbert, Anthony Davis, and Vlad. Uh, There's a myriad of players and cards that haven't surfaced to have the potential to hit 500K yet.
1: Wander Franco, one to one platinum.
0: Or why don't you just say Bowman Chrome Superfactor?
1: Well, yeah, but you know. Do you think Bowman collectors are much more likely to hold their Bowman Chrome's one to one? Yeah, but I don't think
0: that that platinum Wander Franco would sell for 550K today. Dude, I think it would. Or 500k. You don't think it would? No. <laughs> I think it would. Uh, I
1: think somebody would have, dude. Somebody would have to have that.
0: Yeah. I mean the the trout sold for like a million last national. So it's a it's a possibility, uh, but that was my question. Was Johnner answered? So who do you think is going to be the player to eclipse this club next? The 500k. Nate says Wander Franco if the platinum. Uh, there's a couple of players that haven't hit this range yet. Shohei Otani hasn't had a super surface, or at least publicly wise to sell yet for the, to make this club, uh, his Bowman Chrome red auto PSA nine, sold for 312,000 in December of last year. So he got close, but the PSA nine probably limited PSA 10 would have crossed it. Um, Juan Soto his super auto can never surface again. PSA has destroyed it. Quote unquote. Because uh, the autograph was wiped on, so they bought it and then pretty much got rid of it. Uh, so the red autos are now as pretty much as best cards in existence, and those haven't surfaced for sale auction wise in a long time. If they have, uh, that would cross 500K. Anthony Edwards and Lamelo Ball, both of them would have cards that would sell for over 500K today. Um, Flawless Logoman auto, anti Logoman auto. I don't know which cards going to surface first of the, each other, but one of those two players will cross this range probably in the next year, and then. Lewis Hamilton, which was pointed out by John. And I was trying to think if there's any other quarterbacks that could cross this range. I haven't yet. Josh Allen, if his NT logo or NT NFL shield auto one of one resurfaced for sale, I think it sold for 230K. And I think myself and others were like, whoa, that's insane. I think it would go for 500K for sure, given that Burrow Immaculate Shield sold for a 500K raw. Um, But this card, this card right here, Lewis Hamilton has got the best chance to do it the quickest. This car is currently up for sale in Golden Auctions. We talked about it on the weekly slab last week. It's already my prediction was $300,000 on it. It's already at 288k with buyer's premium with 12 days left. So, wait, wait, wait. that's not that's not fair. Can't choose a car that's already up I'm not I didn't choose this I'm I didn't choose this sorry let me take this back I did not choose this as the next one my comment was Anthony Edwards or LaMelo Ball I put this here because someone on Instagram actually commented this card and said hey this is going to be the card okay sorry sorry my pick was like making sure we're not like uh no 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 no. cheating no don't even talk to me about cheating uh (laughs) no I I have this was not my pick this is an Instagram comments pick I think it's Herbert collector on Instagram but uh or Herbert for president but this, I think that this probably has one of the best chances to do it uh, re- soon unless one of those Lamello or Anthony Edwards sells very quickly here. Um, if anyone else has any thoughts, please feel free. Um, Michael Brown, you should be able to just Google Juan Soto Superfractor Auto. And I'm sure you'll find links to it if you just Google that. Um, and then what was the last thing here? Oh, last thing on the presentation was that I will actually update the whatnot thing in a second. But because first I just want to run off this conversation. So we looked at like probably like 30 different sales of or something in that range of $500,000 plus cards. Nate, if we look 10 years from now, let's look 10 years into the future, and you know how we say, man, there's a lot of cards out there that they'll hit a certain peak at some point, and then three years, four years, five to eight years down the line, they won't even be worth peanuts of what they sold for. Um, I think for the last two years, you could probably say any of these players outside of AD and Zion and Luka, that you could have bought in KD, I guess, for the $500,000 range, you'd probably be making money on today, as we saw. What do you think about the next 10 years? You think $500,000 spent on any of these cars is going to look back and say, yeah, that was great because cash is so uh, printed at such a fast rate here in America or whatever it is, you know?
1: That's a good question. Well, I guess to answer that, answer my question. Yeah, Nate. What do you think Fanatics does to
0: this hobby? That is a great question. (laughs) <laughs> We're just going back and forth with the questions. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I think Fanatics does wonders for it in terms of bringing incredible media attention, incredible amount of presence, meaning like athletes, and bringing incredible amount of people in numbers. Uh, don't underestimate a company that is worth $24 billion and raises a ton of money and goes and buys tops and goes and gets all the licenses and gets equity with the players. There is a lot of vested interest in this for a lot of different people, a lot of different leagues, a lot of different brands now into sports cards that we just haven't really seen yet. We haven't really seen it yet. And it's yet to be seen what Fanatics does in terms of like the micro of the hobby. Like, you know, we all sit here today as collectors. What are they going to do that we don't like? What are they going to do that we do like? We don't really know that stuff yet. But I think from the macro, what we do know is that all that stuff I mentioned is going to happen. And imagine when that happens, probably even more rich people start to buy cards because they have so much money. And then they say, no, we want to just start buying cards. Like These are rich people are buying cards. And then you see this Mahomes on the screen. Instead of it selling for a million dollars, it goes for $5 million or something like that. Uh, so that is what I would say. But uh, what do you think, Nate? Um, I mean,
1: yeah. If Fanatics does their job well, I think that a lot of these cards will be cheap. If Fanatics destroys the uh, the goodwill of the hobby and destroys the hobby then these cards will be terrible purchases and until we figure until we figure out what what they're going to do i don't really have an answer than one of those two
0: ways so when you when when you said cheap you're saying these sales would look cheap looking back at yeah, it
1: yeah 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 like yeah. like a million for giannis's best rookie or whatever if 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 fanatics does their job and really promotes trading cards and giannis is still a relevant player in 5 years which he should be He'll only be 32 at that point. Um, I think you'll look back and say, wow, why didn't I buy this for a million dollars back then? When I had it, it's a $5 million card now. And then that is when
0: you get the big money saying, well, why didn't I buy that back then? What can I buy today? Yeah. So I think that it's going to be really interesting. A lot of these cards that we showed here, we're talking about estimated values. These are people who are buying these things to hold for quite some time. What happens when... This Yama's Black Prism Mosaic 101 BGS 9.5 re-auctions three years from now because someone held it for five years then. Does it sell for $4 million? Then we say, whoa, in five years, the best of the best gain this much. So I think there's so much yet to be seen, like Nate said, especially in this high-end sector. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what happens, but we hope that you all are thinking about it just because I think in in general, while this doesn't affect, like I said, 99.99% of us sitting here today or listening today, we're making this presentation today. Uh, it does overall definitely affect what what happens in the market. And the big companies and the big markets and the big firms and the big leagues are all going to drive what's going to happen five years from now. So we got to be mindful of it, which I think is a great point that Nate brought up. And also John said Charles Leclerc super factor in the next five years Ferrari fans are the most insane. And I agree that card will hit 500K probably within the next two years as Lewis Hamilton then surpasses a million. So oh, this week on whatnot, tomorrow at 5 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Nate will be on to do some baseball slabs and maybe some baseball packs. On um, yep. whatnot, I'll be on on Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time to, de- to do new soccer boxes in stock. I've got 2020 Prism uh, – sorry, 2021 Prism EPL. I wasn't like a crazy fan of this set at first, but then it started dropping price. I kind of like the price point. They do have Color Blast and also Gabriel Marcinelli cards and Harvey Elliott cards, which is enough for me at least to – um have some fun with and chase after some people and then we've got some 2019 chronicles team all neon future so be sure to follow us on uh whatnot at slab stocks if you do not have an account yet uh please check out the link in the description it's actually a code that can get you ten dollars in free credit uh, you can come grab a pack uh, you can definitely get a couple packs of nate for that much uh so come and check out nate and then any hockey talk oh we got hockey talking here uh yeah we actually are looking into into hockey more i mean i've been following hockey for a while i've been playing since i was really young and i ripped the box last week so any more hockey on whatnot there will be some in the future to come just gotta figure out the supply for that uh but we'll definitely get yeah, it
1: rumor has it real quick that the wander franco 101 is in one of these boxes rumor
0: has it i may <laughs> have
1: started i may have started that rumor and it may end up being false
0: but uh rumor has it yeah right uh, now we do have a few minutes left in the chat uh, or in the in the episode tonight. We've got about uh, eight to nine minutes left here. Uh, please let us know. Any questions? Any questions at all sports card wise, sports card collecting wise, um, whatever sports wise. I mean, we're not necessarily sports experts. and I mean, Nate knows a lot about baseball, but like sports cards is my at least uh, thing that I like to answer about. Feel free to drop in the chat and we will happily answer for the next uh, I, eight minutes here. I have a question for you. Sure, Nate. Why didn't I buy more? dylan sees that's a great question i mean i remember asking you hey 2020 tops financed orange out of 25 psa 10 for 40 hours should we buy he says oh no we only need one we really need one yeah yeah yeah
1: i'm so risk adverse i'm like even if i like a guy i'm like how oh, we already we already bought a couple so for like me i bought two tops grown base autos and two like foils and said all right i'm good <laughs> for like 20 bucks
0: one idiot what <laughs> a dummy matthew johnson random question again upper deck marble. first 10-year pack at comic-con which is exclusive only at 500 packs main should i try open it or keep it sealed now that is a question which oh, i do not man. feel very comfortable asking oh, or answering so oh, don't man. listen to nate because nate's just an instigator who loves ripping packs and it's definitely not the best idea uh i don't know how much they're worth so i would probably um either one hold some open it if you want to look at ebay for price comps on those uh i'm not really sure that's a tough question to answer
1: matthew i would just say in my in my experience ripping things that i shouldn't have um it has literally never worked out for me ever i bought boxes i was supposed to hold and then i say well what could be in there something nice might be in there and uh it's always trash and i always get hammered and then you look up and you're like i could have had that top scrum sapphire box sealed in my room that I spent 170 on that's like a $1,000 box, but instead I ripped
0: it and got like 70 bucks out of it. So I would keep it sealed. Everything great. Thoughts on Trey Young. So funny thing about Trey Young uh, is that there's a ton, not really funny, I guess, but there's a ton of people on Instagram who collect Trey Young that any chance they get to say Trey's undervalued or, or Trey should be worth more. Trey puts up the most, you know, he's in the top five, for assists and points per game in the league. And then he scored the most points total this year, most assists total this year. Uh, They go at it, but he's also uh, exactly right here. His cards are ridiculously cheap. So uh, to me, Trey's a super awesome player. um, But until he can lead his team, and I get he got to Eastern Conference Finals last year. I understand that. But this year was way different. They were like, you know, playing seed and everything. And he has put up big performances, but if they get knocked in the first round, there's probably more Trey haters out there. Um, it I, I've liked Trey since college, but he's gonna have to definitely show people he can lead his team. Like Luca hasn't won a playoff series yet, but he did take a really crummy team in the fourth seed this in the West this year, which was pretty impressive. So I guess a lot of people uh, are probably gonna say, well, Trey did the same thing type of thing, but it's just it always feels different for Trey, which might be a reason to think he is cheap. I don't know. Nate, any thoughts? Ooh. I guess what's weird for me is
1: like the big thing for me again, for me, the big thing is, you know, he, he can't, he's not a good defender. That's what I was going to say to you. If if you're building around him, you better build a team with excellent defense everywhere else. Uh, When he's on the court, you don't have to have like excellent defenders 15 deep, right? You can have different guys that can score off the bench and don't need to be the world's greatest defenders, but he's a, pretty big liability. So you're going to want to have a spectacular defense. I just don't know, you know, if the Hawks have that or if they will have that. And if you don't have that, I don't know if Trey young can be your lead guy, because if you're, if you're scoring 30 points a game, but the opposing point guard, whoever it is can also score 30 on you because you're such a bad defender. That's kind of tough.
0: Agreed. Uh, have a good one here from Sky. Dave. This is a super loaded question. I'm going to talk for hours on this, so I'm not going to talk for hours. I'll just give a very um, quick answer, but I do want to thank you. So Sky Dave said, what's the next step for slab stocks? I've been following for a few years, and I'm just wondering, what is your three-year, five-year, ten-year plan? A super loaded question, but first I want to thank you for following for so long. That is a long time. Uh, I imagine by now you're probably sick of hearing Nate's voices, which is very possibly true, um, which is why I do want to say you know, our goal – Uh, my goal in starting slab Saxon when they joined along then was to really bring the love for sports and sports cards together and mix that with business and analytics and data really, you know, sales data Um, that has came together quite incredibly over the last four years now Um, three years for probably most people have followed for a long time. And in the future, we obviously like want to keep on doing the same thing, but we want to do it at a higher level and higher level. um, You know, like I, there's only so much time in the day. So higher level ends up turning into getting more people involved in something that's very active in our mind right now is um, building on our team, building out experts in different fields, building out content um, to really, you know, hit on all the different aspects of the marketplace and what people love about collecting. And further than that, just keep kind of adding into the mission of making cards accessible for everyone. Right. Uh, we had such a success last year at the national with the uh, Kessem charity night which was awesome. And, um, that is definitely in the plans again for this year and kind of keep on doing more things like that, making more appearances at shows, um, doing more things to help further the hobby and hopefully keep educating people. If they do have questions along the way, I know now, you know, a lot of people who have been in this hobby for a while, kind of know a lot. So there's not just as many questions as there used to be, uh, because a lot of people were new, but I do know in a couple of years time, when fanatics takes over it, the cycle is going to start over again. There's gonna be a lot of new people that need to learn. So I hope that building a community here at slab stocks with all of you, which is just beautiful and amazing. I hope it pays off in the future when new people do come um, around and that we all, all, we we're all helpful to them um, because I think that there is a lot of stuff out there that maybe would mislead people. And, and we don't want to do that. Obviously we just want everyone to collect for themselves and follow that their passion through cards. And that's our biggest recommendation too, is if anyone is looking to get started in cards. So as get started with what you're passionate about and then look at cards from there and then go for it. Um, and we talked about that last week too.
1: Uh, a couple quick ones. Bazooka Tom, why isn't Giannis getting much love for MVP this year? Because he's won two MVPs, and in the NBA, if you've won multiple, hard to win more for a couple of years. You, all you have to do is look at LeBron and his four MVPs when he's been in the league for uh, almost 20 years, or is is in the league for 20 years. Uh, there's no reason for LeBron to only have four MVPs. He was the best player in the world
0: for like probably 17 of those years. John, Uh, Charles Leclerc, Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, what is the best short and long-term investment at today's prices? Excellent question. Uh, Man, Leclerc could end up being like really awesome for years to come, and I could look silly for this. I think the best short-term investment is Max Verstappen. If Red Bull can get some reliability to that car and he can get get competitive this year, I think that it's going to be a big turnaround. Uh, Best long-term investment at today's prices is Lewis Hamilton. I can't believe that the Sapphire PSA 10s of – charles leclerc are selling for like the same as hamilton's psa 10s um that is the most recency bias i've ever seen in my life and there's a lot of recency bias that happens in a lot of sports cards but that is incredible recency bias and i have to think if you can buy lewis hamilton at cheaper prices during the season when he's most likely not going to win a world championship or contend for a world championship it is an excellent idea from that first 2020 year set i would highly recommend doing it let me know what you think also
1: Hey, Aaron, I can't believe I'm about to admit this, but Nate, I love the design of Bowman Heritage Autos, thoughts on Topps Dynasty card patch and uh, slash autos, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I was never really a fan of Topps Dynasty. I was a Bowman Chrome guy through and through, but after watching the success of the F1 Topps Dynasty, I hate to admit it, but my, my outlook on baseball Topps Dynasty is a little bit rosier, and I could even see myself maybe buying a card or two for an investment and not just like buying a Kesson here as a as a PC type of thing.
0: Have you ever seen, <laughs> excuse me, the 2020 set that has Juan Sotos with Jackie Robinson patches on it? I have not. That
1: sounds amazing, though.
0: So this is one of them. I saw someone have one on Instagram, which actually had like the full 42 between it. This just has the two. Ooh. But bro, like these cards are amazing. Jackie Robinson patching that. So cool um i agree i mean dynasty i also like the black and white
1: i don't know if they did that on purpose yeah um because they're not all black and white but black and white because jackie robinson played in the 40s and any coverage you see is generally in black and white
0: well i'll tell you this my peer gasly is also black and white so oh i was hoping they were looking deeper into it (laughs) (laughs) i don't think so um aj good morning uh from japan that's awesome uh from the land of the rising sun very cool. Land of the uh, Rising Sun, wasn't that the uh, name of a Medal of Honor game? That, no. It is. Medal of Honor Rising Sun, not Land of. Yeah, A yeah, great yeah. game. Well, Rod, one they, shot. I played that with you when I was like eight years old probably. That's probably the first first-person shooter I've ever played. I remember running around the baseball field too. <laughs> 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 Can't forget that. Um, Drew, do you, believe, do you believe Prism and Optic Parallels will be sought after when Fnatic takes over? There's way too many to have them keep being sought after. There will be certain ones that are going to make it through. But, like, the, obviously there's going to be cards that you don't have options to buy, like, tops Chrome of, right? Like, you can't go and buy a Sadiq Bay tops Chrome Refractor. So, like, the Prism Silver, yeah, I'm sure it'll be sought after. But, like, once you get into, like, the clearly downerous, like, kind of variation of Optic and all this different stuff and all the Elephant and stuff like that, I think it's all going to fall through pretty hard um, in the next five years. Not all of it. Some of it. And um, ask hey, cards, you, what's your do you thoughts? Do you, do you watch the Bristol Dirt Track? I did not. What is that? I saw,
1: I saw a video of that today. What? Of the dirt track. Yeah, Of them racing NASCAR cars on a dirt track.
0: I thought um, normally it's like the Br- Bristol Brickyard 500 or something.
1: It was like covered... I don't know if there's a pavement underneath and then they covered it in dirt or what. But... And I didn't... It was only like a 30 second clip, but it, it looked wild. It looked like they didn't have much traction. We're kind of drifting around corners and coming close to running
0: into each other. It was weird. Um... Good question. Why do you guys hate optic contenders so much? Uh, so let me let like, me. I feel like the hate is more from me than you. I like optic contenders as a budget level entry card for a guy like Tyrese Halliburton, like $225 on card auto. What I don't like is spending like multiple thousands of dollars on like a Josh Allen when you can go and buy a normal contenders Josh Allen autograph because contenders has been around since 2000. And then you throw in a kind of sandwich of a set between Optic and Contenders and then just kind of make more stuff out of it, which I think is the biggest issue Nate probably has. Just making more stuff to make more stuff. Right? It, it, it feels super, super gimmicky to me
1: is basically my main argument. It's it's it looks it feels gimmicky. It looks kind of cheap in my eyes. Um, and I just don't I don't if you wanted to do something like that, come up with a new name. Don't just combine <laughs> two names and be like, oh, here here's this product.
0: So, uh, uh, I think it. that the, I think that the 2018 optic Nintendo's football set does look cheesy. I think that some of the new basketball cards, like 2020, actually pretty dang good. Like that. Maxi Oranger orange we were bidding on that looked pretty awesome, but, uh, it depends. Ricky. Hello. Hello. Uh, but in terms of NASCAR cards, I don't have many thoughts. I don't watch NASCAR. Last time I watched it, watched a NASCAR race was probably when I was like 12 years old. When Matt Kenseth was still racing or 10 years old or something, um, but I, I just feel like F1's investment is getting so crazy in America that people don't have room for to watch two racing sports, especially when one's probably less bo- or way more boring. Uh, well, I know one is at least to me is more boring. Uh, so I have a feeling that F1 just going to dominate that segment. And then the last question here we'll take from Tom. Tom says, "Gonna watch the match with Mahomes and Allen versus Brady and Rogers at golf June first. Who you got winning?" So I actually. Didn't hear about this until today when like Josh Allen and Brady were trash talking each other. What do you got there? Is that? You really see deep? that? Oh, Not is that- only is it optic contenders,
1: but it's also Natalie Decker. I was gonna say, app, is Bear that Natalie Trevor. Decker?
0: Where yeah. do you get that?
1: Uh, you know, back in the day when you go into Target or Walmart and couldn't find anything to rip, and you just needed to rip something. One time, I bought a i on on my honeymoon on my honeymoon. I bought a NASCAR box because I was in South Carolina. I said, "Well, when in Rome." <laughs> oh my god. That's and, ridiculous. uh, Natalie Decker who's from Wisconsin. So I sleeved it up. Uh, and it's just funny cause I just got done hating on optic contenders.
0: And here I am the two <laughs> topics conversation in one. That is funny, but uh, I didn't hear about this Josh Allen and Brady thing or whatever until today when I guess they're talking smack, I guess that they're playing against each other in a golf tournament. I got to think that Brady and Rogers is going to win. I don't know. I guess anything about Josh Allen playing golf, but he doesn't seem like a guy to me that can play golf. Maybe he'll prove me wrong. Um, I tend to think that unless you started golf really young,
1: that seems to be a type of game that you get better with at with age. And uh, Rogers and Brady are significantly older than Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Yeah. I and agree. it's not like there's going to be a huge yard disadvantage because they're still young enough where they can hit a
0: ball, the ball probably very far, especially Rogers. Yeah. We'll see. That's actually interesting. Yeah. I probably will tune in, but uh, that is all we have for today here on the Slab X live show. Uh, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, always. I really do appreciate everyone coming. And Jordan, I will answer this for you because I just saw it come in. Which upcoming product release are you most excited about and why? Uh, it's got to be 2021 Dynasty. I can't even get my hands on any. It's probably going to be limited again. But I am, fingers crossed, praying that they make dual autos of play or drivers that are not on the same team. I want to see the Ocon and Gasly French duel. I want to see the Verstappen and Ocon a uh, duel for the fight that they had I guess back in driver survive when they put that on the I don't know if that was cooked up or what but yeah, I want to see I want to see nerd. Hamilton versus Verstappen.
1: What? I said what a nerd.
0: I, I just want to see duels of guys that just aren't on the same I team. I want to
1: see Gasly and Verstappen like a top-rated driver and a bottom feeder. Oh, they already car. did that
0: last or last year set when they did Verstappen and all about on the same car even though they were teammates at the time. But uh <laughs> yeah, that's for me Nate. I'm going to answer for Nate. Sapphire 2022 Top scrum, right Nate? That's right.
1: That's right. There's gonna be so many and and the list keeps getting bigger. I mean, say it's Suzuki. Have you seen what he's been doing with the Cubs?
0: I uh, heard yeah, man. he got on base like what, 16 straight games or something, or something crazy like that?
1: Unbelievably good. Not 16 straight because obviously we haven't had 16 it games, but 16 but,
0: bases in like four games or something.
1: Uh he's been insane, been popping home runs, extra base hits. The dude, the dude has been on a whole nother level, and he's just another you know, he's one of those rookies that nobody was talking about before the season. Um, Him and like a Jeremy Pena sneaking in there when you've got the big names of
0: Wander and Julio and Spencer and Witt. So for it's sure, going to be huge. Absolutely. And Tom says, have a great rest of your day or night. Much love. Stay safe. Enjoy cardboard. And I just reiterate to everyone, thank you so much for coming. Slap Live show. Make sure to come back, <clears throat> excuse me, next week at 6 p.m. Eastern time in FlipQuest 2022, episode number 14 on Sunday at 9.45 p.m. Eastern Time, and we'll see everyone there, and have a great rest of your week.